As we enter a new year, I'm amazed at all of the changes that we as a global population have had to face from not having masks as an everyday occurrence to masks being a talking point on media and in day-to-day conversation from feeling like you're pretty safe and secure and healthy to not knowing if you're going to get some type of deathly virus at any given moment with any given contacts, right? And from everything in between, we are facing a lot of changes and transitions and challenges as a global population, but that's globally. We also have a lot of interpersonal changes that we face on any given day, right? I'm pregnant. I had to deal with a transition of not being pregnant to being pregnant. And now I'm about to have a baby. So, you know, that that's a year worth of transitions there. Um, you know, Monica, Monica here, who's joining me, she, we, we were speaking before the show started about transitions from being married to what it's like to not being married and different things in families that happen, right? So we all have changes that we have to face on the daily that without really solid mental resiliency and maturity sometimes can be very difficult to cope with. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about transitions, how to deal with it, how to think about them, how to cope, how to process, and just whatever comes up is going to come up. Hi, I'm Nicolette Moore, and um, I'm one of the coaches on This Is Coaching show, and we are just here to help provide you with some insight into what coaching is all about, what it's like, what we do as coaches, how we coach clients whenever we do work with them, and everything in between, because we think you're worth it. And we think the world's worth having amazing coaches um, out there to serve you. So let's get into this, Monica. Um, Monica hails from Switzerland. So we live, what, a world away, it feels, right? Yeah. Um, And yet we still have very similar transitions we're all coping with globally, right? With the, the COVID situation that's ongoing. Um, You know, I'm curious what your perspective is because you're, you know, we have like, like I I commented, we've got these global transitions that we as a people experience collectively. And then we have interpersonal transitions and we kind of have to navigate all of it at the same time. What are your thoughts on the idea of transitions both globally and interpersonally? Well, up until recently, I don't think anybody really had well thought much about all these transitions because life seemed to be so much easier a year ago. We didn't have all this. We didn't have to um, figure out how to, even how to, I have a friend of mine, she lives in she used to live here. She moved to Dublin and, uh, and uh, she's back here for the weekend. And just and not being able to hug her, for example, because I haven't seen her for three months. And just because of the COVID, I always have to keep the distance. It's hard. And uh, so interpersonally, it's hard because you don't have, we keep living in this bubble, all of us. 
you don't you don't have the people are used to touching other people to be close to other people and we're not allowed to do that any longer and that's hard for a lot of people and uh, I see that even when uh, when I walk into a store, people don't don't even look you in the eyes any longer. They live in their own bubble, and and uh, they don't talk to you. You don't. It's like you're in, invisible, mm. and that's hard for a lot of people. Yeah, I, I have to I have to admit, you know, the whole COVID situation. This this transition from what life was pre-COVID to what it is now has been a bitch for me. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to pretend. It has been such a, a, a strain on my, my, um, you know, my mental resiliency. It's been hard for me to cope with. I, I exactly what you said, Monica, I, I, regarding, you know, eye contact, eye contact is such a precious, precious thing. And I, I realized how much I miss eye contact when I go to the grocery store. I remember when when the masks were first implemented, we'd go to the store and it's like nobody looked at each other. Yeah. It was very creepy. It was very yeah. weird. And I think everyone felt it. You know, it, we just all kind of felt like zombified. And I, I don't know, but um, it took me months to really cope with it, to, to really get to the point where I could go out and I don't know, I'm still bothered by it. I'm not going to lie. I can't, I can't go to a store and not be bothered by the fact that everyone's wearing masks. Um, it's just not natural to me. And so, uh, this is, this is something that affects us on interpersonal levels, like you said, as well as, you know, it affects, our ability to travel, it affects our ability to go to work. If we have a, an office that we should be or have normally in the past gone to, um, school, everything, everything has been affected by this. Yeah, but then you have to learn to live with it in a way. And as coaches, we probably uh, have some ideas of how to do this, how to navigate this, but there are so many people out there that don't, right? They don't know how to how to deal with it and what to do to make this not feel so bad. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And I, I think that, um, you know, uh, how, how can a coach help somebody if, if we're going to just talk about COVID? Um, cause there, there are so many different ways or different forms of transitions that are happening right now, you know, politically, uh, with, with the seasons, the new year, you know, there's, there are a lot of changes in the air, so to speak. Um, when it comes to something as big as COVID, you know, is a coach really beneficial or how can a coach be beneficial to somebody? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I suppose, uh, you cannot do anything about the global situation. It's just going to be how it is. And it's just how you react to it. It's even when we, you were talking earlier about how, uh, I uh, the transition from the being being married to being divorced, and I had that problem with um, with Christmas and having to create all new um, traditions, all a new way of doing things, and I had to do that for for the whole family. But that I could do because it's for 
for a group of family and it's easy to contain, but, but as one person in a society where you're not allowed to not wear a mask, it's hard, right, to, 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 to do that. So a coach would probably have to just work on every single, well, every single person and make them feel strong enough to be able to live well in a situation that can be hard. Because people mm. have been living in difficult situations uh, for centuries, for, for millions of years. This is not, probably not the worst one. Yeah. But it's, it's hard for us now to figure out a way to navigate it. Yeah. And get out on the other side and, and be a, a better person, right? Yeah. Yeah. It may not be the worst in history for sure, but it's like, it's our history, right? It's our right. collective struggle that we have to navigate. And um, yeah, I think, I think coaches in this instance, it, it's funny because I've just, I mean, I've really lost my mind over it. I, I've gotten very anxious and nervous and, and stressed, not nervous, just anxious and, and stressed about the mask situation or going out in public and uh, for, for any number of reasons. And I think it comes down to, for, for me at least, just I want the sensation of normal. I want to go out and be able to feel like everything's okay and everything feels very much not okay. And it's, uh, it's a control issue too, you know, at least for me, these are things that I've analyzed, I've thought about, I have journaled over, I have spoken extensively to, you know, those I trust, um, simply to try to navigate my own mind. Like, why am I reacting the way I do? Why is this affecting me the way it does? And so with with coaching, I think um, the gift in coaching, especially around something so significant as COVID or um, even transitioning from, again, like a, an office to a home space where now you're surrounded by kids and your stuff and, you know, the environment is just different. It can be difficult to emotionally adjust to and cope with and, 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 and process the the gift in coaching is the insight that you can get within yourself right like i don't believe coaching is a magic pill i don't believe coaching is there to um make your life like you're floating on a, a cloud full of rainbows and there's you know glitter just offshooting everywhere you go <laughs> no <laughs> coaching is there you know you, you have a coach to help you navigate your thoughts, your reactions, like Monica just said, um, and, and to help you to become more healthy about the way that you're processing your life in a way that empowers you to be better. I, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's, that's perfect. That is, that is, that, that's really well said. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So, um, so what are some tools, you know, I, I came to this, to, to this morning thinking, 
we could talk about transitions as a whole. And, you know, the more I speak, the more I realize that it, it's, tools could be kind of generic for transition, but, um, and, and I think most coaching modalities work no matter what you're experiencing, right? As far as like, you're asking questions to get clarity, to get a result, to free up um, something that's keeping you from living the life that you really want to live. Right. And so the topic of transitions, you know, is maybe not as simple as I had come to the conversation thinking because my transition from being pregnant to having a baby, it's going to be challenging for me, right? It's just no doubt. I've got four kids at home. I've got a lot of weight to lose. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a business to grow, you know, so I have, um, and then I have a whole house full of things that need to be taken care of. And I homeschool kids. So, you know, life is just crazy, but that transition is a bit different than going from, hey, I can go out to Costco or shopping or restaurants anytime I want and everything's fine to nobody can look or touch each other, look at each other or touch each other, right? So these are like different degrees um, and we all process and, and think about them differently. So I don't know, I feel like I'm running around in circles at the moment. Well, sometimes though, uh, this type of situation can cause a lot of anxiety and, and worry in people. I use tapping for that. Oh, let's that talk about take, tapping. Take, that will sort of take take away that that that, that really that the fear and anxiety that you feel because it it uh, by by touching these uh, these uh, meridian points on your face and on, on your body, you uh, get access to calming a part of your nervous system that doesn't know what words are, which is what really mm -hmm. that that core part of your brain that that comes from well ancient ancient times that doesn't really understand words but needs affection and 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 care as well so i use tapping for that i don't know mm -hmm. if you have any other things that you use when you feel anxious or well for for <clears throat> I, I love the idea of tapping um, for anybody who may be listening to this or watching this right now, uh, we just put out a, I think the previous episode is on the tapping. Um, so we go in deep about tapping and Monica leads myself and one of our colleagues, uh, Trish Johnson, through some tapping exercises. So you should definitely check that out. Um, I think tapping is very interesting and something that I should, I would like to integrate more in my life. Um, one thing that I found is easy to integrate and something that I, I think people, um, I think we, we naturally do, but without the proper mindset, it may not be effective. And that's breathing, you know, a uh, deep breath, intentional breath, but breath that is there to help you still your mind to get you to a place where you can process whatever emotions you're feeling. So for example, if I go out and I'm having anxiety about having to put on a mask to go into a store, 
I can sit in my car prior to departing. I can have some intentional deep breath just to calm my system down. And then I can talk myself through, you know, certain questions to help me prepare for what I'm about to experience. So I can ask myself things like, is this, this, you know, is this really worth the anxiety? Is this, you know, what is the harm or what, what is the worst thing that's going to happen for me wearing a mask in the store and coming out, you know? So just asking myself little questions to help me return to a state of, okay, it's not that big of a deal. I just need to chill. I can do this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember too, um, during the summer, we had, we had the first period of COVID and then there was a time where there, it was not, not much. And, uh, but then it started up again. So we, I have, I run a little ice cream shop in the summer and uh, at a certain point we had to wear a mask and I was completely against it. I just did not want to wear it. I just, there was nothing in me that wanted it. But when I got to the realization, that inner core realization, that if, if I didn't put on a mask, I might not, might not, not because I would get sick, but it would compromise the, the, my ability to run the place. It would compromise my ability to earn money. It would, would sort of affect a whole different, a lot of different areas. It would, I mean, all the stuff that we had prepared or, or bought to sell, for example, I would just have to throw that away. So when I got to that inner realization that it's 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 okay and it's for my good and it's even though I don't like it there is a reason behind it and when I understood the reason I was able to put on the mask and and go on with my day uh, without much problem so I don't know if, if anybody else or if you can find some kind of reason or silver lining to the fact that you are wearing a mask and you are where you have you are affected by this but not it doesn't take away from you as a person mm. it just adds to to who you are in a way well i love i love that you pointed out some um some things that I think that we as a people don't consider enough and that's unintended consequences of your actions. So uh, for example, one of the, you know, speaking of COVID and the massive impact it's made on this planet, unintended consequences that were not considered or if they had been, shame on whoever considered them, uh, in, in, with the powers that be, but unintended consequences of shutting down business, of course, is the economic depression that would follow, the supply chain being affected, um, you know, possibly millions more starving and dying because they can't have access to clean water, clean food, um, you know, just all of the horrendous problems that occurred globally because business was forced to shut down and then that's that doesn't even include um 
emotional issues, right? It doesn't include the abuse, the depression, the suicide on the rise, all of these unintended consequences of something that seemed to be the right move um, hadn't been thought out very well. And so Monica just made a great point about, you know, the, there is a time where you may struggle with a transition because it may not align with your values per se, or you may have an issue with some degree of this change that you're facing. But whenever you think about the unintended consequences, you know, if she, if she had been stubborn and said, no, I'm absolutely not going to wear these masks, then she couldn't have had a successful summer um, bringing in really good money and doing something good for her community. I'm sure something that brought a lot of joy into her community by preparing this, you know, uh, having this little ice cream stand. And she, she had the foresight to say, you know, I could choose to resist, but then I don't get to serve. I don't get to give back and I'm going to be lacking myself. There's going to be a lot of unintended consequences. So I think that's a, a great, a great way to, to think about how you're handling and coping with the hard transitions in your life. What are unintended consequences of your behavior? Yeah, and that goes into anything, like even just not, I don't, I don't know if you celebrate Christmas, but for example, for me with my kids, not celebrating Christmas, or uh, I know a dad who just disappeared on Christmas Eve and didn't come back until three days later, and the kids had sort of organized themselves Christmas. It's without the mother, and it was, it was, it's hard. Uh, so, on, so just sort of deciding to not do something about it and just, yeah. And just, I mean, sometimes we just have to suck it up, sorry. Yeah, you, you can suck things up. It is, it is good as coaches for us to um, try to not only get control of our own minds, but help those that we work with. Yeah. Gain control. Not everybody, yeah, everybody like this, this, this father, he didn't know how to cope with, with yeah. Christmas without the wife. So he just decided to go away. Yeah. And the unintended uh, uh, result of that is, well, the kids will have bad memories about Christmas because they were alone. And they had to figure it out on them on them for themselves. Yeah, I mean that's that's heartbreaking for many different reasons. Um, yeah, so so these are these are things that if I were if I were with a client and they were um, you know struggling to deal with a particular season, a particular transition. Um, just going through some of the simple steps <clears throat> Monica and I have shared today, whether um, I probably wouldn't use tapping because I'm not I'm not a, a tapping coach and I'm not familiar with tapping well enough that I think that I would want to lead somebody in that. But I love the idea of it. And um, for me, it would be a series of just questions, just prompts to help whoever is on the other side of the, the screen um, 
help them to process what they're saying, what they're thinking, so that they can walk away more empowered to handle the situation in a more healthy way. Um, Monica, what are, so, so you had a, an interesting Christmas, new traditions, new, new yeah. experiences, and having the COVID cloud over the whole situation, knowing that it was just going to be kind of off this year. How, how do you feel like you handled the, the, the new, this new season or this new experience? Well, I think, I think it went, went okay. I'm not sure uh, about, well, I think actually the kids also, I mean, they're, they're, they're fine. <laughs> they, <laughs> they know now that um, things doesn't always have to be the same. We try to have well, we, we, we have some traditions that we follow every year and that sort of puts, puts the way of, of feeling calm and protected and, and feeling that everything is okay. So I suppose even in, in any situation, even with wearing masks, if there's something with, that we can do that makes us feel normal in one way or another, I don't know, what, what do you think? Well. I think it's, uh, I keep hearing you say um, that would make us feel okay. And I think ultimately that is what makes change hard is this sensation of, is everything going to be okay? Yeah. Am I going to come out on the other side? Okay, safe, happy, protected, thriving, you know, like, and so I, I, I um, I feel like that's something worth being aware of and paying attention to because ultimately, no matter what we're experiencing, what kind of transition we're going through, we have that power within us to, to find that safety and security. So in the moments where I might be in panic over having to put on a mask, I can remind myself that it's, it's not the mask's job or purpose or role to make me feel safe and secure, whether I'm wearing one or not, right? And so that's something that I have to find within myself. And no matter, no matter what, the transition into having this fifth boy, <laughs> I, have to, I have to dig within myself and, and realize that this is a gift that's been given to me. I have to embrace it and recognize that he's here for a reason and, and learning to do the, the breath work and the, you know, inquisitive um, questioning of why do I react a particular way or why would I feel stressed about having a new little baby boy in my life? You know, so, so um the the idea that we just all want to feel safe and we all want to feel like everything's going to be okay i think that's really that's that's it's quite profound in the most it seems simple but it, it's quite profound yeah. yeah because in our own house we probably do feel okay as long as you're inside your own little bubble of friends and family everything seems normal but when you walk outside of the bubble and into the stores and into the community and having to deal with things on the outside 
that is sort of the moment where you need this extra. Gotta dig in yourself and just, just realize it is gonna be okay. Just take it a, a step at a time and you'll make it back home and you can take off the mask and <laughs> you're gonna be all right. Um, so, so transitions happen on so many levels, like we've, we've talked about and whatever transition you're going through, know that you have the power within yourself as hard as it may seem to tap into. You have the power within yourself to find that safety, to find that, that power to conquer whatever the challenging situation is. If you're in a situation where you feel like you want some additional support, there are a bounty, bounty of coaches that would love to support you. And I encourage you to look into it. Monica and I are two of a very large and growing field of coaches who really just wanna help serve the world and serve people like you. And it's so worth it. Having a coach by your side to push you, to help you to think differently and see things from a new perspective. There's really not a price that you can put on that. And so I encourage you to reach out to find somebody that you feel would be a great fit for your life and for the purpose that you're trying to overcome or whatever challenges you're trying to conquer, a coach can definitely help you push past whatever's going on, whatever transition you're facing, and help you to get to the other side in a way that's healthy, in a way that is fruitful, and in a way that will bring you on the other side, a bigger, bolder, more powerful person. What do you think about that, Monica? You agree? Oh, yeah, so true. And also, when you have when you have a coach, you have the possibility to actually talk about your problem, even for half an hour or an hour. You don't get that possibility when you talk with friends or with family. You get perhaps five minutes to talk about what what's bothering you, and then the uh, the conversation will run over to something else. So, or even worse the friend or family member that you're sharing with just kind of eggs you on in a sense, doesn't really challenge you to see things differently or to take a new perspective, may just kind of feed into your negativity or fear or anxiety. You know, the last thing I need whenever I'm having anxiety about wearing a mask is to talk to somebody else who has anxiety about wearing a mask, right? Like. To, to feed off of that energy doesn't serve me. What I need is somebody who's going to be like, who's going to ask me the questions that's going to get my brain into a new state of thinking and new state of being and help me to, to overcome whatever it is that is making me freak about a mask, right? And that's any situation uh, from business to marriage to relationships you know, friendships to going out shopping, right? Any, <laughs> any of these situations, um, a coach can really benefit you to help 
challenging. And that's why I love coaching. Yeah, you turn out, you come out on the other side as a better person. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. If you aren't prepared to find yourself a coach and you have a particular situation that you would like some coaching on, you're always welcome to email us at thisiscoachingshow at gmail.com. Send us questions, situations, stories, concerns, whatever it is that you would like some insight on. We'd be happy to address those with you. Um, And of course, anonymously, if you ever wanted to come onto the show and actually get coached yourself, we'd love to have you on as well. So any point that you want to get some coaching, you've got resources. We're here for you. And there are a plethora of coaches available to work with you and help empower your life. Monica, do you have anything you'd like to add in closing? No, I just, yeah, I just want to add that coaching is really, really uh, important. Well, important, it's powerful. And uh, and now with the COVID situation, another thing to add, uh, tapping, look into that. If, if you feel uh, anxious or scared or have problems with, with actually, yeah. there are a lot of tapping videos on YouTube as well, or reach out to us as well if you want. Um, there's tapping is, is one of the best ways to deal with, with emotions like these. That's great. I'm going to have to start. I need to tap more often. I got <laughs> to yeah. get my tap on. Yeah, just tapping. <laughs> I'll be tapping during labor. I'll be like, <laughs> it's going to be okay. Right. Yeah. It's going to be okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. This is coaching. This is the This Is Coaching Show. Man, that's a mouthful to say. But we are so glad that you are here and joined us today. We'd love to know your insight and um, any aha moments that you took away from this conversation. This is one that is near and dear to everyone, I believe. And, um, And we just need to come together to empower each other to get through these times. And so I hope this has been a little bit of light in a dark time and um, and that this has helped to empower you to walk away and cope with COVID and whatever other transition you may be facing at this time. And until next time, my name is Nicolette Moore, joined with Monica Riva, and we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>